Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No surprise, guys. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, it is a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, kicking off a brand new week. And today we're under the tutelage of our general men. It's a ruling junta today, Jack. A committee, if you will. Which bodes well. We all know committees get all the important work done. Our uh, general managers this morning, uh, John Bolton, the president's defense, Billy Eilish, and of course the late, great Kobe Bryant. 
John Bolton makes the list? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. By the way, and this is exciting, the New York Times' Maggie Haberman has broken the story that will end the Trump administration for the 250th time. <laughs> so that is the record. We congratulate Ms. Haberman. Ta-da. We've been talking about things that people, uh, uh, stories that people actually talk about in real life. Like, nobody in my life has brought up impeachment. Not one time, not even jokingly. Oh, they're about to. This is the no, big turn of no, events. No, no, they're not. Right. Whereas yesterday, it is. whereas yesterday when the Kobe news was breaking, I was at the park and total strangers were walking up to other people and talking about it. Yeah, how interesting. What does that mean? Kids what does it say? and adults, total strangers coming to, hey, did you hear the news? No, what? I don't know if you're a basketball fan, but that sort of thing. Yeah. News spreading. Nobody ever talks about impeachment. Mm. Ever. <laughs> it's just, I just think that's interesting. Um, oh, heck yeah, it's interesting. In terms of, and not surprising to me at all. What if John uh, Bolton died in a helicopter crash? Do you think then people would talk about it? Probably not, honestly. They don't have any idea who he who's is. Who's that? Yeah, if Michael Bolton did, maybe. Do is they, he still with us? I don't even know. I'm assuming he is. You know, and uh, the uh, reflecting some on the nature of celebrity yesterday because of this, and how uh, I'm not as into celebrity uh, idolization as I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I am in more into fatherhood as I get older. And my oh, my first thought was, geez, he's got a bunch of kids. I didn't I didn't know he had four. Yeah, and two of them very young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, including one seven months, I didn't also didn't know at the time, and he wouldn't, neither did you, that one of his kids was on the helicopter with him. But yeah, that's the first thing I thought. Oh my God, there's a, uh, a young dad. That's the other thing too. When you get older, these athletes, the the ancient athletes, still the grandpa of the league. He finally hobbled off the floor for the last time. It's just like four years ago. He still was only forty one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's my first thought is a young dad. Um, so and that's you know, not what I would have thought when I was younger. The one thing I'm a little uncomfortable about with all the uh, pouring out of, of, you know, and I get it. I mean, he was uh, not only a sports hero, but a super prominent Los Angelino. So anybody who's, you know, uh, from L.A. identifies as a, an L.A.er. Uh, I loved Kobe and the rest of it, but there were children on that helicopter, and I'm a little uncomfortable with the glossing over of the tragedy of the family that was with them dying and the rest of it. I haven't but heard that much. That's about, just me. I haven't heard that much about the rest of it. Was it a total of nine? Uh, yeah, yeah. Pilot and eight passengers. So, who, so Kobe, his daughter, the pilot, one of uh, his daughter's teammates, and both of her parents. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That is brutal. It's terrible. And uh, you know. Um, most people don't talk about this sort of thing, but I'm the sort of person that does. That uh, the the last moments of that must have just been horrific. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if the helicopter caught on fire, like they say, the being on that helicopter and going down it must have just been horrific. Well, I think it caught fire when it hit. Um, I could be Is wrong. Is that the latest? It of, hit and there was a fireball. The other story was yesterday, but I know how these things change in 24 hours. But uh, that uh, would not have been pleasant. I, I didn't know. I, I kept hearing that uh, he legendarily flew to the Staples Center for all the home games. I didn't know that. Somehow mm-hmm. I had missed that story over the years. But So he'd taken a thousand helicopter rides in his life. In, oh, yeah. In your bigger cities, that's becoming a more and more of a kind of 
rich man's thing of oh, makes yeah. sense. various buildings have now put you know helicopter pads on the roofs of them. You know, Manhattan is is you know yeah. lousy with guys who do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's the way Trump has gotten everywhere. Is, is <laughs> his whole life. Um, uh, yeah, well, you can live 40 miles from where you work in a place in an area like Los Angeles where it'd take an hour and a half to drive there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's on a good day. Yeah, on a good day, and you're there in 10 minutes. Always, you know how long it's going to take. So I can see the appeal. God, what would that add up to in money? Oh, man. You'd you have got to, to have ex- I don't care money. You have I mean, to be extraordinarily wealthy. That's not yes. just you're doing pretty well. Well, yeah, and to own and maintain a helicopter is no joke. So you got to start there and then have a guy to fly it and the rest of it. So I kept yeah. hearing the, uh, the the kind of helicopter named. I don't know anything about helicopters, but it must be a big, expensive helicopter to haul that many oh, people yeah. around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not the tiny little thing I'm, uh, you know, taking out over to the Grand Canyon at a tourist stop. Doing traffic reports in. Yeah. Well, and Sikorsky is one of the, your global leaders in helicopters. I mean, obviously, it was a great machine. Joe at the helicopter desk. Absolutely. Working the, well, aircraft in general. So um, like to uh, know about gliders? They're amazing. No engines. So any more details come out about that, we'll have it throughout the show and, and uh, highlights and clips and that sort of stuff. And um, I'm not excited that impeachment starts back up this week. <laughs> Boy, I am. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you're a fan of the president, it's okay to be a little concerned. Things are getting a little uh, odd. How about, I'm just telling you that. How about this? Latest Fox poll out yesterday had it 51-44, I think it was. Something in that range. Remove. Every poll leads with remove. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are a little closer than that, but it's usually um, four to six points toward remove. And in among independents, it's... It's a it's a it's a pretty big gap. Yeah, yeah. It's the the tremendous lack of Republicans that want him removed, but that's uh, that's something. A guy who all polls show want to be removed through impeachment, which we've never done, mm-hmm. uh, would stay in office and uh, and get to run for election. Well, and I'll give you a brief idea of the John Bolton thing that I'm talking about. But uh, almost fifty percent of Republicans say, yeah, you probably ought to call witnesses. And it's an overwhelming number of Democrats, obviously, and John Bolton would be that witness. And allegedly, his uh, uh, book, which he's going to release in March, uh, Washington is unbelievable. You cannot possibly have enough contempt for the swamp. No, John Bolton is angling to uh, be a witness in the trial, has a book coming up. Alan Dershowitz yesterday interviewed on Fox News, lawyer going against his own politics, and uh, going to help out the Trump administration, and they introduced him with, who has a new book out called... Oh, boy. It's just everybody making money off of a book yeah. and working that into their TV show that is either attacking or supporting Trump. Mm-hmm. It is, it's sickening. It is the swamp. Yeah. It is yeah. such the swamp. Yeah. Anyway, we got more on all that stuff on the way, for better or worse, and some highlights from the Grammys, which I watched uh, some of with my kids last night. They really enjoyed it. Let's kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, very good. Yesterday, I texted you as soon as I heard the news about Kobe, and it was very interesting to watch this news story spread you know, on the different channels and, and different things. But the weirdest thing was Tiger Woods was out at a golf tournament, and he had said in an interview, he goes, I noticed the crowd kept yelling, do it for Mamba. He goes, I had no idea what they were talking about. You know, I kept wondering why people are yelling this. Yeah. Then he finished his, you know game and then they told him what had happened so it was then he was upset about it but it was just it was a weird thing that he's wondering 
why is the crowd doing this? Why are they yelling this? Yeah, that's an odd thing to say. Well, and the way news spreads in the modern world, because everybody's got a smartphone on them. Watching it spread around the park among kids and adults. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how Kobe's family found out, too. Oh, boy. TMZ broke it before the the medicals or the... Yeah, I mean... That's rough. There's positive Sean who smile lights up the room. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a, well. I don't. There's not much you can do about that if you're a celebrity. I don't think. No, no. The news is going to get to you from TMZ before the local sheriff can call. It's just the way it is. How are you, Sean? Doing well. I have completed my quest of seeing all nine nominees for the best pictures uh, for the uh, the upcoming Oscars. That's what they are, right? The Oscars. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my 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 opinions are fermenting. They are in the lab. They are, they are going through the process and the algorithms to figure out the your the, opinions are fermenting. Yes, yes. They um, you know got to carry the ones. Don't forget about the remainders. Uh, I, I am calculating on a on a big vision board what will eventually be the f- final. Uh, prediction for the best movie. Uh, the last movie I did cross off the list was Jojo Rabbit. I will say it's quirky and weird. And uh, it, 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 This it, is the comedy about... A, a child, uh, a, a youth Hitler camp. And a, a kid's experience going through that, and it is, uh, it is a... That worn out... Uh, sounds hilarious to me. Boy meets girl, and then there's this. Yeah. The other kind of movie. It, it's, the Hitler camp. it's quirky and weird. <laughs> uh, if the... I will say, uh, not the official best picture, but if you're looking for probably the most enjoyable and bring the whole family and something, hey, what's something that, that you were going to walk away and say, hey, that was a fine, good movie, Ford vs. Ferrari. I think it's kind of oh. been slept on this past year. Really, really fun movie and something that if, I think everyone if, will enjoy. Judging by watching some of the Grammys last night, quirky and weird is kind of in in America because there was <laughs> some quirky, weird stuff. Charles the Entertainer or whatever his name is. <laughs> Tyler the Billy Creator. The genius. Holy cow, what the hell was that? I don't like it. Whatever happened to the Letterman? <laughs> Four men in suits harmonizing. Exactly. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, January 27th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, then. Here's the show, beginning officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. You better than me, Carl. I didn't watch one minute of that trial. <laughs> it was like a four-day-long PowerPoint. This is supposed to be Trump's punishment, not mine. <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. I thought that was a good joke. This is supposed to be Trump's punishment, not mine. Why am I being punished for this? Oh, boy. Whether the phone call was perfect or not, why am I being punished? (laughs) That's hilarious. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's nice. It covers a lot of ground. A clever phrase I will commit to memory and use for years to come. Awesome. Yes. We'll get into all these stories we are just talking about in great depth and insight as our opinions are fermenting on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Well, I like the Lizzo, and she had the most nominations, but you got to be playing the Billie Eilish. She had the historic night with Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Hair of the Year, Lollipop of the Year that she kept sucking on in the crowd. Um, Bunch of lollipop suckers. Of course, she's practically a child. A lot of people were arguing for canceling the Grammys, postponing them since they were at Staples, where Kobe Bryant played, which seemed like kind of a a meta-celebrity thing that was whatever it was. Yeah. And the caucuses get dumber and dumber. The whole idea of caucuses in Iowa. Mm, we'll interesting. talk about that coming up. Then. All right. I just I can't imagine how it means anything. Anyway. Wow, Jack is against democracy is the title of this this segment. 
I actually saw a piece the other day. I'd seen it months ago when it first came out, but I, I glanced back at it. Too much democracy is bad for democracy. Oh, yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. Mailbag is good for everyone. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day, keeping with our impeachment theme, Andrew Johnson. So he was kept in office by the Senate. Do you remember what the final vote was? He made it by one vote. He hung on by one vote. Yeah. And a lot of people in his own party hated him. Mm. But there was some argument, according to Alan Dershowitz, among those that supported him, that, look, if we boot him out for this, basically just a whole bunch of us don't like him for different reasons, mm-hmm. uh, then every president is going to get impeached, which yes. is the argument he's going to make this week at the Trump trial. Right. Andrew Johnson said, outside of the Constitution, we have no legal authority more than private citizens. And within it, we only have so much as that instrument gives us. This broad principle limits all our functions and applies to all subjects. Well, that, that's a quaint and, and delightful notion. Indeed, as uh, you know, every president since has shown the question of their authority pretty much is just limited by what they can get away with. Um, and, you know, back to very briefly to the impeachment thing, I think there are a couple of examples from Obama's two terms that were uh, uh, abuse of authority, you know. Um, but more on that later. Oh, we posted this at uh, armstrongandgetty.com. It's very silly, borderline stupid, but it's the famous scene from the Animal House movie where the uh, fraternities uh, being uh, held up in a hearing there and, and being yelled at and the rest of it, except all the heads in the video have been changed to the various impeachment figures, <laughs> and uh, and it is absolutely hilarious and stupid but silly, and it's at armstrongandgetty.com. I sent you something else, too, Hanson. What was that second thing? can't even remember. I just sent it to you. There are a couple of great new videos at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, let's see. Here's, um, we'll say, from Carl. Yesterday, there was another senseless death. No, not Kobe Bryant, but one of our military in the Middle East. Oh, you didn't hear about it? No wonder. The news outlets went wall-to-wall with the death of some basketball player, yet one of our military heroes gave up his life for the American people, and we don't even know his name. I'm not sure you need to say we don't need to hear about Kobe to also hear about the, the service member who died. Here's, here's you the, think they would have room for both. Here, Yeah, here's where it hit me. And I, I get celebrity. It's always existed. In, well, it hasn't always existed, but it has existed for quite a while in the modern world. And it will. When they opened the Grammys last night and Alicia Keys said, a hero, I thought, ugh, I can't go there. Yeah. If you want to say sports hero, that's fine. Yeah. You, that qualifier, hero. And then I didn't I didn't even know we had another soldier die in uh, in the line of duty. Yeah, you can't you can't be thrown around the H word, I don't think, with sports celebrities. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And and if your kids think they're a hero, I think you ought to sit them down and explain to them how they're not. Sports heroes, fine. So big celebrities, fine. Kobe, the number of hours I spent watching Kobe Bryant, I can't even imagine adding up. Right. But heroes, a little bit of a stretch for me. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And then no coverage for soldiers dying. Yeah. This is a tweet that has to do with Joe Rogan endorsing Bernie Sanders, which astounded me, and how the backlash then began because of things Joe Rogan or his guests have said through the years. And I like this tweet just because um, it says, his millions of fans couldn't care less what the cannibalistic woke scolds have to say. And I love the phrase cannibalistic woke scold. 
So thank you for that contribution to the <laughs> lexicon. I believe that's petty fogging. I will. <laughs> I will be uh, memorizing that. And just this note from Aaron, it just echoes so many people I've talked to in real life uh, on Trump and the impeachment. I wouldn't vote for him the last time, but I sure will now, and I'll bet an S-ton of people like me who wouldn't vote for him the last time will vote for him this time around. Wow, there's there's a voter I haven't heard. I haven't thought about or heard anybody talk about. The people that didn't vote for Trump in 16 that will this time. People in my real life have said that multiple times. Multiple people. Wow, that's interesting. Got a bunch of stuff to look at. Thank you. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So impeachment gets going again today, and um, uh, the president's team, the White House team, making their defense, which they started on Saturday. We can talk a little bit about that later, I suppose. Um, this could be a wild week. Could be wild. You think it's been wild? Uh, wise, yeah. Joe's going to explain that in a moment. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Where it ends, I don't know. But we're going to sprinkle in uh, Kobe Bryant highlights throughout the morning. Fantastic dunks here and there, of which he has thousands, a zillion, a zillion. Yeah. Um. Uh. And um. Some commentary on that. My, my, I read this thing yesterday. Maybe I'd heard this before, but the, the great thing with my brain is I forget things that don't matter to me. So uh, so I can relive them again at, at any point. That is exciting. With every bit as much wonder as the first time I ever heard The them. proverbial hide your own Easter eggs, send yourself Christmas cards. Sure. Oh, this card is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> For instance, me last year buying the same shirt two weeks apart. Sure. Hey, this is a good it's a shirt. nice shirt. I think I would look good in this shirt. Yeah, you that's can... what you said two weeks when you bought it. Right. A crazy person. Yeah. That's my kind of shirt. Well, it is. Kobe, as a teenager, goes and tries out with the Lakers, and Jerry West goes and watches him, watches him for like two minutes, and then and he, and he leaves. That's all you need? Yeah, he's already better than any of the players we've got. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Which is a funny comment Yeah, <laughs> from a guy running the team. Anywho, uh, I'm not going to hit you with any polls out of Iowa. You know why? Because they're all over the place. The New York Times came out with a poll over the weekend in which Bernie was up by like eight. There's a poll out today with Fox where Biden's up by like five. Uh, Buttigieg was a high in one poll. Lone, just They're all over the place. You got like four people that legitimately could win. The caucus system is insane. Here's the number that stood out to me much, I, I, the most. I will hit you with one number that should matter to you. Only about 25% of Democrats in Iowa caucus. Mm. Only a quarter of the people in Iowa actually go through the process. So it's just a few of the few. It's a tiny their caucuses. It's a votes. tiny amount of a small state, and then a very complicated way of going about, you know, figuring out who you think should win in a caucus. And, and, and they yet, ch- cycle after cycle, the media anoint the winner by two tenths of a percent as clearly the front runner. And more than that, uh, well, systems ridiculous. Winnow out people toward the bottom. So if you didn't finish in the, like the top three or so, you, you usually have to quit. And uh, and they changed the rules this year to make it even more complicated. So I just I, I think there's no point in looking at the polls. The the it is interesting that yeah the, you got such a divergence of ideas. You got a I'm going to take us back to the old days crowd. 
and uh, steady as she goes, moderate, 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 and then you've got the blow up the system, capitalism is doomed, let's take a look at everything revolutionary. Right. I mean, that's that. it's not like Gephardt running against whoever the heck back in the day. They're all the same brand of Democrat. Sure. Right. Yeah. And and only incrementally different than the Republican back sure. in the day, especially because yeah. yeah. both parties were, were significantly more similar to each other. But so I found myself thinking about this just as a fan of um, train wrecks, which is probably an unfortunate term given the helicopter wreck we've been discussing. But um, I just, you know, there is part of me that enjoys when the political system looks every bit as stupid and, and chaotic as it actually is. And I was thinking back to a Trump versus Hillary. Now, uh, the two least likable presidential candidates since they started polling these things. Um, But Trump, you know, his immigration stuff, I thought and a lot of you thought was great. But, you know, the mainstream media saw it as a little radical and the rest of it, or, or racist or whatever. But other than that, I mean, there wasn't that much that he was proposing that was that, you know, crazy. And Hillary... Is an utterly colorless mainstream moderate Democrat really, uh, according Who to just wanted to be modern president. standards, right? But incre- bitterly unlikable. Okay, so that was what kind of rough for the electorate, right? We all remember how that went. There are a lot of people who are thinking, "Wow, these are my choices." Picture if it is Donald J. having survived impeachment. Um. Probably because of the Republican majority, and we'll see how it plays out over the next couple of weeks, because Bolton is a huge wild card in terms of public perception. But Trump is probably going to survive the impeachment and, and go on uh, to the November election, but with people with little doubts about the Ukraine thing, maybe, I don't know, we'll have to see, um, against a dedicated and almost 80-year-old socialist... Who had a heart attack a few weeks ago. Who have, who's done great since his heart attack. If Biden doesn't fake a heart attack this week, he's a fool. Because it plays. <laughs> America likes the plucky comeback. It makes a difference. <laughs> right. But so you got Donald J. versus an ancient socialist. And Jack texted me, and, and I'm hoping you're going to share this with the folks, um, Bernie's ideas on taxes. It would... Tank the economy so fast you couldn't believe it. I mean, if Bernie and 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 he got any of this stuff through Congress, uh, were in charge, holy crap, what it would do to the economy. Yeah, I mean, you would see the Dow drop by forty percent. Well, they would have to throw on all those automatic stops. Yeah, and there are people that would disagree with you. I'm not, but other people would. But you can't disagree with this. He isn't about tinkering around the edges. No, 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 no tinkering. Change things complete, completely different way of going about business. So, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. Um, oh, yeah, I suppose at some point later we ought to play the audio tape from the dinner with Trump and a bunch of people. Have you listened to any of that? How long is the whole thing? Like an hour, an hour and a half? I just heard a couple of chunks of it. Somebody was secret, secretly recording a dinner, and uh, Trump was dinner there. Dinner table events. Dinner, That's right, dinner table events, and that Lev Parnas was there. And I'm going to listen to the whole thing as I jumped into it over the weekend it's just a chance to hear what people like this sound like when they uh, when when they think nobody's listening. It's yeah, just I mean, just the general stuff. I don't mean the juicy stuff that supposedly is impeachable. I just mean the it's a seat at Trump's table. Talking about hey, did you see that golf the match the other day? I mean uh, that sort of stuff. I just yeah. I found that really interesting. What yeah. I say to him is none of your business. <laughs> Credibility uh, ju- uh, statements aside, I find it fascinating that 
uh, Lev Parnas' team, like every time somebody says, no, I don't know that guy, they just manufacture a picture with them together, like Beetlejuice. Like <laughs> these people are just summoning up these these pictures and videos just popping up. Uh, man, yeah, in the, apparently in the modern world, if you're a president, somebody is recording everything you do all the time. There's no such thing as a private conversation. Man, that's so. disturbing. Yeah. Get used to that, I guess. Well, you, we, we know. <laughs> oh, my soul was trying to escape. Did you catch it? According to fourth century popes. Um, so, uh, isn't that uh, Mexican beer virus, is it? Does it start with a sneeze? The coronavirus? Yeah. Out of China? Oh, man, do I have interesting uh, information on that. Uh, turns out uh, probably a bunch of bat eaters. You ate some raw bat over the weekend, didn't you? Well, it was the weekend. Yes. <laughs> I like it on a salad. Oh, I do. Chicken, I... steak salad, bat. I love bat. Oh, yeah, it's like uh, a sushi-grade bat. Who the, who the sliced hell is up and eaten raw? Cantonese is who, Jack. The Cantonese people. They're actually the object of some ridicule in China. There are a bunch of wacky sayings about the Cantonese. In fact, um, I've been to Cantonese restaurants where they serving me bat. Uh, uh, well, Probably I'll, not with what you order. I'm not going to use Eric's last name. It's not Jones, but I'll call him Jones. He signs off as Eric Sweet and Sour Jones <laughs> from uh, Gorgeous Astoria, Oregon. But he points out. Uh, he's a knowledgeable man and or an aggressive researcher. Uh, he says, as in the case of SARS, um, which one particular source of the coronavirus, civet cats, stemmed from Cantonese people who love wild flavor meat markets. It's like just weirdo animal meat markets and participating restaurants. That is eating every kind of exotic animal one could imagine, including bats, but many others as well. The worst part of this is the Chinese government has warned uh, warned back then that these kind of wet markets, that's the term they use, ugh. Wet markets. Yeah, were potential public health hazards. Oh, well. Reminds me of a popular Chinese saying about the Cantonese and their eating habits, which I guess can be extended. Above. The only thing with four legs a Cantonese won't eat is a table. <laughs> the only thing that flies that a Cantonese won't eat is an airplane. And I've learned since that this expression has grown to include the only thing with two legs they won't eat is a person, and the only thing they won't eat that runs is a locomotive. So I guess it's a weird thing. But is that a hunger thing, like they're starving, or it's just a cultural, we like trying different stuff? I think it's the latter. Okay. Yeah. And it's exotic to them, because sometimes things that are exotic to us aren't exotic to the population. Well, I'd say eating bats and civet cats is pretty exotic. It seems like it to me. A civet cat, by the way, is like a little, it's like a little jaguar looking thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, So anyway, that's, that's where it came from, bat eating. All right. Gross. I remember being at a market down in Mexico City. I talked about this when I got back. I don't know if it was a wet market, but they had all God, kinds of I hate that term. <laughs> they had all kinds of food and, and produce and meats and everything like that, and it was just out, um, <clears throat> like n- not refrigerated or not uh, covered. Not covered. It's just outside, and there's flies everywhere, and there's stray dogs running around, and it's muddy, and everybody's just tromping through mud puddles, and it's just it's just got everything that you wouldn't allow in the United States in far as cleanliness cleanliness yeah. around your food and wow. including raw stuff yeah and uh, i thought ah, how do people like get gross. sick oh i'm sorry this sometimes is, they do this is one of our greatest hopscotchy uh, 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 stream of consciousness conversations ever mexico speaking of mexico they had their highest murder year in in uh, modern history last year Mexico, which uh, Democratic candidates were calling for no border, taking down the border, free entry, 
is now the murderiest it's ever been. They had, I think it was 35,000 homicides. Most of them are never even investigated. They just say to you, hey, your husband's gone. Uh, We're sorry. We're not looking into it. If you want to, go ahead. I don't think they're going to say anything to you. Uh, Didn't Laura Logan say 98% of murders are uninvestigated? It was some crazy number. Yeah, yeah, absolutely horrible. There was a big march on uh, Mexico City where... And they profiled a, a couple of people in particular, but this, there was this one 14-year-old girl who's just trying to get the authorities to even try to figure out where her bus driver dad went. He was driving a, his regular route, and he didn't come home, and nobody knows where he went, and nobody cares, and nobody even looked into it. Yeah. But he's clearly been That'd murdered. Be troubling. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, that's the beautiful, borderline failed narco state to our south. So, uh, coming up next, you want to explain why the John Bolton book and some revelation in it actually might matter in the impeachment? Yeah, it actually could, Uh, and I will. And not to Trump's favor, you're saying? Right. Yeah, it could absolutely complicate things in terms of public opinion to the extent anybody's paying attention, Um, which is difficult to say. Likely vote on Friday, I'm hearing, on whether or not there are going to be witnesses, and if it ends up a no, it could could all end pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. This could be over this week. Yeah, so I have one great point in Trump's favor, and one that's a little, little iffy. There's a little iffy. Okay. I kind of was a leafy. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. That's funny. I can think of Kobe Dunks that sucked the life out of the team I was watching. Yeah. I, I don't think I was ever rooting for Kobe. I was always rooting for the other team. Yeah. And on the wrong end of it much. Lake hater. Did an MSNBC <laughs> host drop an N-bomb while discussing Kobe Bryant yesterday? It did get bleeped by a lot of affiliates, and there is a backlash, and there has been an apology. We'll get to all that next hour. Oh, boy. We'll let you decide. We'll play it for you and let you decide. Oh, boy. So, old John Bolton, you know him? He's uh, mustachioed, uh, redhead back in the day. He's gray now. It happens to all of us. But he was the president's national security advisor for a little bit. And, Got a mustache, uh, if I remember correctly. As I mentioned, yes. Um, big, but like a really big mustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's one of uh, America's mustache leaders, mm-hmm. really. But he, uh, you know, the the Democrats have wanted him to testify, but not enough to subpoena him. Uh, just we'll we'll put aside all that phony baloney stuff in the House uh, for the moment. But they're they're demanding and pleading that he testify in front of the Senate now, and he has said he will. He has been holding back on what he knows, partly because he has a book out in March. Yeah, he's and got his the big, sh- exciting revelations will sell many, many books. He's got the show business gene, which is right. one of the reasons Trump wanted him. Right, exactly. But first of all, let me tell you this. I took in some of the president's uh, people's opening defense stuff on Saturday, and it'll be going on uh, more today in the Senate and the impeachment thing. And I was surprised that they're disputing a lot of the facts, although I think I've figured out that they're just going to dispute absolutely everything. 
And uh, some of the stuff, to me, if you just concentrate on this, th- this particular section, which is a different thing, that's fine. He'll, he'll last, he'll be acquitted, and it'll all vanish into the dustbin of history. Um, but they've decided to dispute everything, including whether there was a quid pro quo you got in a, a Ukraine. You announce an investigation into the Bidens, we'll go ahead, free up the aid, and invite you to the White House. They're disputing that that even happened. Now, Bolton, who is royally pissed at Trump uh, for how his stint as national security advisor went, according to everybody who knows him, um, and has a book coming out, now wants to go ahead and dish the dirt and say, heck yeah, there was a, we, we, yeah, we all talked about it. We'd give them the aid as soon as they announced the uh, investigation. Now, uh, to me, that's not that big a deal for reasons that we've discussed. Number one, the Democrats refused for eight years of Obama's uh, reign, including, you know, after Putin impeached, to give Ukraine significant lethal aid and weapons and the rest of it. So the Democrats can't pretend that it was the greatest outrage in the history of mankind. They didn't care. Um, And the second thing is, I don't love it as foreign policy, but uh, you do this for us, we'll do this for you, is what foreign policy is! So... If it was a little self-serving, whatever, I just, he's not going to get booted out for that. There's no way. But the president's defense has made that an issue, and Bolton is going to come in and say, no, the president's defense is lying. That absolutely was the deal. That's why, to me, as a defense, you don't even make a focus on it. You don't. You pretend like it doesn't even matter, because if... People start paying attention because it's juicy. Bolton's pissed at Trump, and he wants to testify. If people start paying attention on that point, it could go badly for the president. Um, and and it, this week they're going to vote on whether Bolton uh, testifies. Do we have, this might be a good place for this, do we oh, have... Oh, and I'm sorry, the, the transcript of the book had to get run through the government to make sure there was nothing classified in it, and they gave a copy to the White House, and it found its way, as everything does, to the New York Times. Do we have the trip a clump, a clump? Unlike that MSNBC woman who dropped the N-bomb. Because she's a racist. Uh, Trump uh, having dinner with a bunch of people, including Lev Parnas. Here we go. Yeah, and she's basically walking around telling everybody, wait, he's going to get impeached, uh, just wait. I mean, it's, uh, it's incredible. Get rid of her. Okay, get her out tomorrow. Okay, get her out tomorrow. Take her out, okay? Do it. So if you're into cable news, that was the highlight clip of the weekend from a, I think, 90-minute uh, secretly recorded dinner. That was the highlight that ran all weekend long because Trump said, get rid of her. They're talking about the ambassador to Ukraine. You remember when she testi- uh, she testified and got all teary-eyed about the Trump saying bad oh, things yeah, about her? Yeah. As Tucker Carlson called it, the world's longest HR meeting uh, was that uh, <laughs> that hearing. Yeah. Um, what do you expect any boss or any president or anybody to say if you find out you got an employee going around bad-mouthing you? Well, Every, you'd say the exact same thing. I'd say the same thing. Oh, yeah? Get rid of her. She's got to be gone. Get rid of her. Well, the embassy... Who cares? Of course. How's that a big deal? How's that a story? Well, exactly. Not only that, but there are uh, some very reliable reports that say she refused to hang the picture of the president in the embassy because she didn't like him and said, don't worry, he won't last. He's going to get impeached. You can't have have somebody in your administration saying that. Yeah, actively bad-mouthing you to the entire staff. So, of course, he tried to get rid of her. That's a non-story and ridiculous. I would agree. But the Democrats are throwing absolutely everything up against the wall to see what sticks. Um, 
We'll have to see where it goes. I just... I agree with Michael Che's joke. If Trump did something wrong, why am I being punished by having to listen to all his testimony? It's going to happen all week long, and then the big vote at the end of the week whether or not to have witnesses. That's where the rubber meets the road. I think, and, and I'm not sure this wasn't a good idea, if at the end of the Adam Schiff show, the president's attorneys had just stood up and said... Listen, this is ridiculous. Uh, you know, you guys go ahead and vote if you want. We're not even going to offer a defense. There's none needed. N-word coming up next hour. Stay oh, tuned. Oh, wait, what? Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.